Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Red Circle. Also, make sure check us out on the Five Reasons YouTube channel where you can get other content from the network on the other teams in town. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and also turn the notifications on. Also, subscribe to Off the Floor. That's $3.05 per month. The first week is free. You can do that at Winnow. That's with two N's, winnow.app backslash off the floor. You get text directly to your phone from the four hosts of Five on the Floor, bypass Twitter, X, Instagram, and everything else. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Going to mention this one at the top because we're going to be there on Sunday. The Biscayne Bay Brew House. It opened down the street from Kasaya Center right in downtown Miami. It's a historic building, and I've been in there. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, and you should definitely come check it out because we're going to be there for a watch party for the Dolphins opener. Uh, no Teron Armstead. That may be a bit of a concern. But for the Dolphins opener against the Chargers, we'll be out there starting about 3 o'clock. The game starts at 425 Eastern. Here's the cool thing. The first beer is on us, okay? And this is really, really good uh, beer. Check it out at Biscayne Bay Brewhouse. If you mention five reasons, you get a free beer. That's how this works. This happens to be the official uh, partner of the Miami Marlins, and also they're the official craft beer of the Miami Marlins, and also an independent brewing partner of the Miami Heat. Usually they're open Wednesday to Sunday. We're going to be out there on Sunday. So check it out. Mention five reasons. Come out to our watch party. Come hang out with us. Going to be out there starting at about three o'clock at the Biscayne Bay Brew House. It's right there in downtown Miami. And now, Today's episode. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. 
go back to five on the floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got Brady Hawk. You can follow me at Brady Hawk 305. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. Alex has the night off. Be back with us over the weekend. Also, make sure you check out Playback. We've been on there for the Team USA games, uh, which there are no more. Well, there is one more, I guess. There's a third place game against Canada. I don't know if we'll be doing that one, but we will be following Nikola Jovic in the final with Serbia against Germany, not the final that everybody predicted, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see Franz Wagner uh, go against Nikola Jovic because uh, they'll be matched up against each other quite a bit as the Miami Heat, again, still have his rights. We'll see if they have his rights by the time the season starts since he could be a trade piece for Dame. And that's what we're going to talk about today because we had Drew Starr on this week. That's not his real name, uh, but a lot of you enjoyed that podcast. He's been the aggregator of all aggregators. He's been going through all the content that's Miami Heat or Dame Lillard related during this offseason and putting it out there for people on Twitter. You can follow him at DRU underscore star. He does the podcast, but he also checks out all the stories, finds the Q&As, the little nuggets uh, that maybe we don't see. And they're there always first thing in the morning. And then we play off of them on Twitter and and other places during the day. And so Drew uh, had a nugget today where he found a Q&A with Chris Mannix, uh, who works for NBC Boston, uh, but also appears on, is he on the athletic podcast? No, the SI podcast or one of those. He's still on, well, he's been a national writer for quite a, a long period of time. Maddox, uh, again, I know Chris. Uh, I know Eric Spolster has a good relationship with Chris. Uh, but he's been one of those that has been kind of, I think, downplaying the the Dame to Miami uh, possibility or offer for quite a while. And, uh, Brady, do you have it up? Uh, do you want to read it this time? Uh, Drew's uh, uh, transcribing of, of Chris Maddox's answer to a question today. This is where we're at. We're literally going through Q&As. So the quote was, right now the Heat are in the Blazers are the Blazers' only option. I've been checking in with teams I believe might be interested for weeks and haven't picked up a whiff of intrigue from any of them. The combo of his contract and Portland's asking price has left Miami as the lone suitor. So there you go. Now, Heat fans, skeptically, Greg, may say, Chris Maddox has been begging a team to get involved so that, and I, I don't want to say he's that biased, okay? But it has been, you know, I know some Heat fans think that. Begging a team to get involved so that Dane Miller doesn't end up on a competitor to the Boston Celtics. Again, I'm not going to say that Chris is that biased, um, but Heat fans might say it for me. Uh, but this is kind of what we've been saying for weeks and months, that you can poop who the Heat's offer all you want, but there's no other offers out there. And the narrative has now seemed to shift. And we addressed this on one episode, but we should get into it a little more depth here. The narrative has seemed to shift from Dame and his agent killed the market by saying only Miami to there was never a market to begin with. And there wouldn't have been, even if Dame hadn't said just Miami, which again is what we've been saying all along. Because there is no mystery team at this point. There hasn't been a mystery team. It's been like wish casting is what we've called it, Mm -hmm. that a mystery team would emerge and no mystery team is going to emerge by the start of the season. But let's just follow this through. And today's floor plan is to do that. Let's see if we can find the mystery team. Let's see if there is a team out there that we're overlooking. Maybe it's an expansion team that hasn't been invented yet. Uh, But is there some team out there that actually could jump into the sweepstakes for Dame, that A, would want his talent, which every team would, but also want him at his age, at his contract, which is $63 million in the last year, and also doesn't have a duplicative player already 
that makes getting Dame kind of to a certain degree pointless. So let's go through the list. And if they could build a better package than Miami, even if there was a team out there that we could find. So we could also yeah. have to find that stuff. Lots of right. qualifiers, but we'll narrow it down and see. Well, without having to give up a star that makes get makes getting Dame pointless, right? Because we know exactly. that the Heat are not giving up a star. They may have to give up Tyler Hero, who is a borderline star, but they're not giving up one, either of their two, you know, top 20 players in the league, uh, Jimmy and Bam. Okay, so let's start here. The Milwaukee Bucks. Could we see any interest at any point from the Milwaukee Bucks, Greg? I think that this is the perfect team that comes out of nowhere, throws caution to the wind and says, just like Toronto did with Kawhi, he's too good. And also, mind you, Giannis, they got some rocky stuff heading up there with extension eligibility and not taking extensions and seeing how things play out. That's going to leave people uh, walking on eggshells in Milwaukee. So a risky swing like day makes sense. Here's the issue. They have no damn picks. They've already emptied the chamber, the clip, whatever you want to say to build the team that they have that won the 2021 NBA championship. So like they're now feeling the after effects of that. So like this was a, you know, kind of to go back to where you started us, this takes a very unique scenario. Even if this was like square one, Damian Lillard is out there and he is open-minded to go elsewhere. It still takes a very unique scenario for it to be plausible and make sense for the franchise and for Dame. Milwaukee would be one of those teams, honestly, dead ass serious, but they don't have the assets to get it done. It's impossible. Yeah, you have to start here. Would Dame go to the place? I do believe he would consider Milwaukee if it was to play with Giannis, right? So then it again becomes, do they have the need? Well, they have Drew Holiday, but if you're trying to keep Giannis, then you do whatever you can to get Dame, even though Drew Holiday did a number on Dame a few years ago in the postseason, which which some people remember. Um, but then again, it, it comes down to assets and I just don't see without any picks and without any players that can really get you picks what Milwaukee could do to make the situation attractive to Portland. So I'm eliminating them. I, I understand what you're saying, Greg, that they, they oh, kind of and fall. I'm with you. They should yeah, be eliminated. They, yeah, eliminate them. I, I, they fall into that category that you could say, okay, it, it, you could see both sides maybe wanting to do it. But if, if Miami's package isn't good enough, Milwaukee's package isn't going to be good enough. So exactly. let's go down the list. Okay, Boston, Brady. I mean, it's after the Jalen Brown move, you, you can't, right? Right, right, yeah. right? So we don't even need to talk about them. We we had enough talking about Boston on here. So just immediately eliminate them. The other podcasts do Boston talk enough. All right, Philadelphia then, Brady. I'll go to you, okay? With their current situation with James Harden, we know Moray likes the big swing. You're trying to keep Embiid there. Um, Lillard, I don't think has expressed a hell of a lot of interests in them, but I don't, I don't, he hasn't like ruled them out. Like he reportedly did with the Celtics. Okay. So I guess the possibility is there. James Harden has a contract that I guess could be moved since he opted in. They do have maxi, but they weren't willing to include maxi previously. Is this a dark horse team? 
I think this is very similar to Milwaukee just because it's the same scenario where you're trying to make, keep your star happy in a scenario where you're going to make the push. But the question is, do you have enough? The difference between this and Milwaukee to Greg's point, when he mentioned about the no picks that Milwaukee has, and I'm looking at that Milwaukee roster, I'm like, what player would they give up? Because there's not even one enticing player in that roster you're giving in a trade. It feels like like a young piece. That's like, you know, make them raise an eyebrow. Philly has that. And you mentioned him, Tyrese Maxey. So that's the main difference. Like, would they say with all the issues that they've had and they're just trying to make one final push to keep Embiid happy or something along those lines, you throw Maxey in a deal and kind of put some certain stuff together. I think that could rival it. And it just comes down to them. I mean, will Dame be willing to do it? And I guess that's the big question everybody's been having is uh, because Portland keeps making these other calls and doesn't seem to be respecting the the fact of the teams that he – show that he's chosen uh will it matter but i think philly is the one that probably is the dark horse in the east that makes the most sense just because they actually have the asset the milwaukee doesn't have greg do you give them any chance to get in the picture here do you think that i mean do you think first thing they would want to and, and then i mean do you give them any any odds at all Brady's right. It's one of the few scenarios we can eliminate like the Indianas and the Detroits really quick and, and, and just keep this thing moving. But Philadelphia is an interesting one. I'll just say this, like uh, Maxi is still in the tier of hero, um, but just maybe isn't quite paid like him just yet. And the 76ers also, I don't believe have a ton of picks rolling, sitting around. So like they'd have to, um, make moves and Maury has done that. So, I mean, it's possible, but this Wait. is all the, 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 like somebody had to call Dame for Dame to say, nah, no, I'm good on Boston. Well, somebody will call on Philly and then he'll say, no, nah, I'm good on Philly. Uh, I just don't see that that's a scenario for him. It's too, it's too, uh, like, if he's going to leave, he's not going to leave for the instability that is the Sixers. Like, that's part of why he's choosing Miami. And would okay, Portland but, want Maxi, by the way? I okay, I, that that was what I was going to ask. See, this this <laughs> is this is this is the part I don't understand. Okay, and the, this is the part I don't understand with the Portland media, which again, maybe we'll have another of those guys on here. Is th- they don't want Hero, but they would want Maxi. I mean, it's just Makes it's a preference no of player. But <laughs> do they think I, he I, can get an extra pick? Maybe I don't know. Like I, I'm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do they want? I mean, do they want Maxi or do they want what Maxi can retrieve? I mean, Maxi's going to have to get paid eventually. Like this idea yeah. that. He's a lot cheaper than Hero right now. He is, um, but I mean, if if it's a team so that's not very sighted. good acquires him for a first round pick, he's going to average twenty five points on semi, you know, but probably not great efficiency. But he's going to get paid. I mean, he's going to get paid. I mean, Jordan Poole got paid. Maxie's going to get paid. So, I, I that's the part I don't get. Like, if Portland doesn't want another guard, why? Was Maxi even in discussion here? I- I'm keeping Philly in the loop on this as a possibility only because of desperation on their part. Yeah. Uh, where where you know you, you I don't know what they can do, but Morey might have to do it to keep Embiid away from New York and other places eventually, and just to keep the whole thing from totally imploding on his new coach. Uh, but I I don't really see how it makes a lot of sense either for Portland. I mean for Dame. I think Dame could be talked into it because he'd be playing with the league MVP. I mean, I, you know, I, I understand the instability of Philadelphia that hasn't worked for Harden. It didn't work for Simmons. Uh, and honestly, and Jimmy left and everything else. But if you're Dame, you know, playing with a, a big man like that, when the best big man you've ever played with is what Nurkic uh, in Myers Leonard. I mean, you might, 
I, I, I feel like that would be attractive to him in some regard. And Philadelphia doesn't have the negative kind of, yes, they have crazy ass fans, but the connotation of their fans is different than Boston fans. And so I feel like they might be more open to it. I'm going to keep them in the mix, but I, I think if, if that's the wish casting that people are doing, that it's going to be Philly with all of their issues right now, that's a reach. All right, before we get to the West here, Cleveland. You, you have Donovan Mitchell situation where it's pretty clear that he's as much as Donovan leave. may like it, he's probably going to leave, right? <laughs> so I, I guess the question is, are you trading Donovan Mitchell? To get to get Dame, or you you bringing in Dame, you trading Garland maybe to upgrade at that position to try to keep Mitchell there. I mean, what could you do if you're Kobe Altman and and Cleveland? These are all the same positions as the guys that they're drafting and building around. So what are we doing? See, it's beautiful. It's it this exercise. It's so it has explanatory power beyond what we say because every time we land on a team where you're like, oh wait a minute. This actually could make some sense. Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell would do the same shit that Dame Lillard, Tyler Hero, Tyrese Maxey, and all these other guys are doing. It just doesn't fit, and it just shows you that it's not plot. I mean, I guess we we could talk about it because they may be in a situation where Donovan Mitchell has to get dealt because they don't think they're going to keep him. They're not there yet, but maybe one day they're going to have to face that reality. I just don't see them um making that decision now would new york be any more plausible than cleveland brady i was just looking at that because they at least have like young pieces but like i think the way people talk about new york's young pieces is like like they're so much better than like let's say miami's young pieces as we speak because it's new york that's that's been the case for centuries at this point like is like okay dame's getting traded for rj barrett and emmanuel quickly and we're gonna say okay that matches up like that makes sense and it's all even and once again more guards (laughs) like more guards that we're talking about like the more i'm looking at this if there is something you're portland's wanting you're looking for a young front court player with all these guards that's what miami has right now like that's the one thing that Miami has is like the young front court guys instead of young guards. Like it's it's just funny looking at the these different things. But once again, and then the Dame Brunson thing would be I don't know. It does not make sense to me. Like none of it makes sense to me. But, oh my god, that, that, they're going to push the New York thing. <laughs> Brady, that backcourt trying to defend uh, Dame uh, and Brunson together. Jimmy would love it. Jimmy would absolutely love it. The um, Knicks people, would love it. That's some dumb shit the Knicks would do. So keep him I, on the list. Who, who knows? No, I'm nah, I, I, I <laughs> seems, I, but it also seems like, you know, people were worried that maybe the Heat would hold out for Embiid and wait for that situation to play out. The Knicks are the team that would hold out for Embiid because the Knicks okay, actually right. have an inside track to Embiid, uh, you know, with, with some of the connections that they have to him. And it just seems like he ends up in New York as their next great big. They haven't really, I mean, they tried with Stoudemire, uh, but after Patrick, you know, after Willis Reed and Patrick, like it makes sense for MB potentially to end up in New York. So I guess before we go to break here, looking at the rest of the East, I mean, the team that people are going to, I mean, let, let's eliminate others before we get to Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, Atlanta. No. Right. I mean, there's no, I'm no point. I mean, what do you have? You're going to trade Trey. I mean, you're not going to play Trey no. and Dame together. Right. So forget that one. Chicago. Okay. Zach Levine solve any problems no. for them? No, no, they don't have. I, I mean, Patrick Williams is their front court piece. 
no interest in Vucevic. Board guards with Levine. That's that's great. Right. So eliminate them. Toronto. If we knew what the hell was what they were doing, what they're trying to do, yeah, maybe we could project that out. But you know, everyone wants to never count out Masai, so maybe we shouldn't either. But I don't see it. And then there's would Dame go to the Raptors? I I don't I don't I mean Kawhi did, but I I don't know. It seems totally weird. He did. He won a title and he dipped. That that team doesn't like. You take Dame and put that in place of Fred Van Vliet is essentially when they have Dennis Schroeder there who would come off the bench, I guess, now. And Scotty Barnes and Siakam, I guess, would still but be But they'd have to give up something. Right, they got to give up something. Right, so OG is the guy that supposedly he would want to play with, but OG would probably go the other direction, wouldn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, so maybe Barnes they punt on, and, and like that doesn't feel really viable either. Um, that would be the one they wanted to keep. Right, but that would be the one I think Portland would want. I would right? think so too. I mean, they would want Scotty Barnes and figure they play him at the three, right? And that would yeah. at least it it lengthens or Brooklyn. The That's the last team. Okay, well we'll get to Brooklyn, but can we elim- we can eliminate Charlotte, Detroit? He's not going to those places. Orlando I, not I already going did there. That. Sorry, Washington not going there. Indiana not going there. Right? Okay. So the last conversation here before the break is Brooklyn. I mean, it does not seem like they've expressed a ton of interest here. I, I don't, at least in him, um, he did mention them early on. It is the New York market. They have failed with superstars repeatedly over the past few years. And it is really, I mean, Sean Marks has been there now for a little while. Um, but he wants to play with Mikhail Bridges, but wouldn't Mikhail Bridges have to go the other way? Maybe Cam Johnson does instead, but there's some weird salary cap stuff that with extensions and first years and base year compensation, et cetera, it makes it hard to make that work. And um, he's not any closer to a championship. So like, I just don't think he could sit up there and say, oh, like, I made this big stink. And then like, I'm ending up on a team that doesn't really have any, any surefire Hall of Famers next to me or all perennial all-stars. Mikel Bridges may be ascending into that, but he's not a player who's been made in the all-star team every year. Well, he's not Jimmy. Like that. Right. So, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's not made deep playoff runs as a, ma- as a major guy. So, like, let's not put them in the same tier and say that that would make Dame feel like he is clo- as close as he would be in Miami. So, to me, like – it was talked about because there's some sexy little moments when you think about the two, but I don't find it viable. So if I was to say the one team in the East, we've gone through all of them now that would scare you the most for getting to get involved and at, either steal Dame from Miami or force Miami to raise their offer significantly. Uh, I'll go to each of you individually here. Brady, your team is... I still want to say Philadelphia just because they actually have the piece. Like they, they're the one team that has the asset, but not the asset to Portland. So even when we're talking about the one team that could do it, it still isn't a perfect puzzle piece. It's just a a guy, just like we're talking about with Miami. Uh, But before, because I know I was actually going to maybe say Brooklyn just because he's on the list, and I don't want to take Greg before you before you say anything. But I want to ask, what is their pick situation like? Like, what is the difference between? Brooklyn's pick situation than let's say Miami's. Well, they have all of Phoenix's picks. Um, 
Let, so, let, let me take let me take a look. We can we can look this up real quick. But I'm going to do this while we go to the break, and and then when we uh when we after we do this, we'll go to the West and we'll we'll answer the question here. Uh, but you I, again before before we do so, would you have said Philadelphia, Greg? Also, yeah, that's my pick, hundred percent. Oh, just because they're liter- like they're in a spot where trying to not say the word literally, I caught myself there. Uh, at the end of the day, you're getting like Alex. They're they're at a spot where they're so desperate because Embiid's eventually going to say, "Get me the hell out of here." That maybe like that's the the shiny new toy they deliver to try to keep Embiid around. So yeah, just because they're so inept, they would take that kind of swing and fail and mess everything up for the Heat. Well, it's 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 possible. I think it's unlikely. All right, as we're looking this up here on the Brooklyn side here, I do want to mention a couple of great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Speaking of picks, go to Prize Picks. Use the code five F I V E. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Use our code, please. It helps you and it helps us. And and you can play two, three, four, five, six players together. NFL season is already opened. Play all of the Sunday games, all of the Sunday games on prize picks. Pair different players together. They still have the Dak Prescott, pretty much a free box on there, free square. So check it out. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the code 5FIVE. And, of course, you can play it during NBA season as well. And Better Edge. Go to betteredge.com. We've got a contest on there right now. I'm going to tweet it out again. Uh, a couple times before Sunday. So go on and try to beat Sean Rochester. He's uh, he's in the pole position right now. So make your five picks. It's a $10 entry. Uh, you can win a lot more than that. And you get $20 to play when you sign up with our code, 5RSN. So it's literally playing free. This is legal sports betting at Better Edge. So go to betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. Go to prize picks. Use the code 5 Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. Harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right, I'm looking at at uh, incoming draft picks for Portland. Excuse me, for, for Brooklyn. Do they not have a pick next year? Because it says the next one they have is yeah, 2020. They sent, to, they sent that pick to Houston. Houston. Okay, so they don't have 2024. They have 2020, and that, that also means with the Stepien rule, too, that they, they can't trade 2025, correct? Do they have to make sure they at least keep well, yeah, because 2025 also, OKC has the right to swap its 2025 first rounder with Houston. Um, okay. So for selections one through five, um, it, it gets super. I'm going to need to go through it. We're going to get in the weeds here. But, right, but they, they have a first round pick. And they don't have one in 24. They have no, one in no. 25 from Phoenix. Okay. No, Which, right. again, if people are complaining about the quality of the Heat's picks and that they may be too, <laughs> too far down, uh, is a 2025 pick from Phoenix going to be worth much? If Durant, Beal, and uh, and Booker are still there, that seems unlikely. Twenty. They also have a second rounder, which is protected. That's actually from Miami. The twenty twenty six. They they own their own second. They don't have a first. Twenty twenty seven. They have a first from Phoenix with no protections. They have a first from Philly, protected one through eight. They don't have their own. Uh, twenty eight. They have their own first and second round picks. Twenty nine. They have their own and Phoenix's first round pick. So they have a bunch of picks way into the future. 20, they have a 2029 20, second from Dallas with no protections. They have, and then they have their own picks in 2030. I can't believe how old we've gotten. We're talking about the year 2030. Um, I, it, that does not seem like a much better pick situation than Miami's actually. And, you know, and that, then there are some rules that we would have to get into with some of the swaps. And again, the Stepien rule. So I don't put them in much better position. All right. So let, let's go then to the West, uh, the Denver nuggets. Would it make any sense for the Denver nuggets to get involved and do they, since it seems like they only have six players on the roster, uh, even though they're the defending champions, would, would they make a move for him? No. Okay. Next Phoenix. Brady. Unless they're trying to build team USA. They're going to try. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a fair way to look at it. Uh Memphis. I mean, if things get become a sticky situation with Jaw down the line, maybe. But right now, there's I don't see that being. Why would Portland trade for Jaw? It's oh, the same they, scenario. The same scenario, yeah. We or maybe right they, maybe they like. What I mean, I mean talent wise, yes. But I'm just saying, why would you? I mean, they they just they, well, first thing they just drafted Scoot, right? And then you've got the off the court stuff where you don't know what that's going to blow up again. Yeah, okay. it's also Memphis, and they wouldn't contend, so Dame would be pissed about going well there. they might contend i mean i i don't i mean if but it depends who they gave up are you giving up that, triple j i mean is that no i'm just thinking more of that Desmond Bain? i mean and again another guard something like swing probably in that direction for them to really get involved here i guess but again this is all very it's like it's yeah. hypothetical I mean, uh, okay sacramento they have the aaron fox why would no they? that no that's their pillar that's no way the Clippers. What assets do they have? 
Like that. They, that's my first. The, the, so this is a team that's similar to Milwaukee and Philly in that they make some sense, but the asset situation, I mean, they can't even get a deal done for James Harden, never right. mind Damian Lillard. So uh, I just don't see them having the assets. I mean, I don't even know what they could offer that would up it from what they were reportedly offering from Harden. They wouldn't even give up Terrence Mann for Harden. Uh, so yeah. I don't, I don't know what, again, I, I sort of agree with them about that, but I, you know, and also Dame and Paul George don't have the best history. So I don't even know. Maybe they trade Paul George. For oh man. But, but again, if you're Portland, why does that make any sense? You got another guy who's off the timeline. I mean, <laughs> you had a podcaster, but, and, and a great player, but I mean, where are you, I mean, you're still, you're still in the play in, right? I mean, and you think Paul George is going to be happy going to that situation at this stage of his career? I mean, he went and to Dame. Try to, Chase to be second fiddle in LA uh, with a guy that he might just be the only guy in the playoffs if Kawhi's injured again. Like I, I don't well, think right, exactly, ex- exactly. Uh, all right, the Warriors. What Steph, Chris Paul, and Dame? Yeah, okay, he'll be third string. <laughs> the second string, but yes, I, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I mean, there was some stuff. There was some smoke put out there about them wanting to play together, but. I don't even know if that's feasible for the two of them to no. play together. If the Paul and- thing hadn't happened, like I'd say, you know what? Those are two two great players that say, "Hey, let's try to make this thing work." Right. In and they don't I have mean- any young front court players anymore. They've gotten rid of them all, with the exception. Right. Is Kaminga even still there? I mean, I you know yeah. he's still there, right? But yep. they've traded Wiseman. They've moved on from a whole bunch of guys. They've re-signed Draymond. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. They don't have anything to offer. Portland, their pick situation is not great either. Um, and Kuminga doesn't hold that kind of young player weight that he once no, did. No. They, as they've a... kind of they've kind of killed his value, to be honest. Uh, the Lakers, because, unless they the the Reeves, the Reeves hype thinks it equals a, a Dame trade. There's I don't really know another team that I don't. No think young has. front court players again, right? Yeah, and they couldn't trade Reeves even if they wanted to to like make this interesting, which is just bizarre. But yeah, that's it's just they're not they're they're a new team to a degree with all the guys that they brought back, signed, etc. So they don't have tradable pieces. They paid Gabe, they're good. Of course they are. Exactly. Uh Minnesota. (laughs) I'm no, I'm I'm going you're laughing, but I'm going deeper on the West list because there are like 10 to 12 potential playoff teams in the West. So I'm just I'm I'm I mean, trying I guess. to that team that is like okay we have to go get Dame to kind of elevate ourselves in this conference. It's going to definitely Anthony be the Towns. conference. Yeah, that's the asset. Is that the swap right there? Twenty seven years old, I guess. Uh, no heart, no playoff. You know, series victories, ability just, to change tone of voice at drop of dime. Correct, but you throw him in there with Scoot and Anthony Simons and Shane and Sharp and see how it works. I mean, they don't have any picks though. They gave them all up for Gobert, yeah. right? Like, I don't like where are they? I mean, so it is. It really is Portland just saying we'll just try to make it work with Cat. That's it because we get we basically get a, a six year. You know, we we go back six years in terms of age from Dame to Cat, and he's in the front court, and we rebalance our roster. And, what, no and then they get one a six or seven seed, maybe at best, right? You you cannot make that choice at, as a franchise to <laughs> take your pillar of your franchise and trade him for Carl Anthony Towns. Like no future assets, nothing. Like you're talking down on Miami's assets, young players and picks, and, and not wanting Tyler or this and that, and you're going to trade for Carl Anthony Towns as the guy. Like 
That presser There's would no be hilarious. Way. We think I- Carl can be a real asset to us in building a winner as everyone's rolling their eyes. I mean, I don't even know who, which teams Maddox could have called because I'm going through these teams and there's just it's nothing that makes any sense. No. Okay, the, what about the Pelicans? Can you make a case? David Griffin's aggressive. Can and and you have Zion. We know Best that Dave was open open to playing with Zion. Could you trade Brandon Ingram as the core piece? Rebalance the roster a little bit. I mean, Brandon is considerably younger. He did not impress in the, this tournament, but they do have some pick assets. And CJ, and, who would they, they could ha- be like, hey, you come, come back, play, come with, play with CJ again. Well, basically, do Portland East, but now you're playing with Zion. And they have some interesting pieces. I mean, Herb Jones is an interesting piece. I know that Trey Murphy's hurt now. Um, Sucks which does suck because I thought he might be an MIP candidate this year. But he also would be a player that I would think that that's like the type of chip that, that you might be interested would want, in. and now he's hurt. He's hurt. I mean, I, honestly, of the teams we've mentioned in the West, They're New Orleans is like the sleeper that you could see because Griffin, he does swing big, and he has made the kind of trades before getting first-round picks. When he made the trades for Mozgov and J.R. Smith – that time he also cleared out the roster previously to bring LeBron in. If you remember, he dumped a bunch of players beforehand. There's a certain level of creativity and sort of risk taking there. And and you could potentially sell Dame. I mean, the city of New Orleans as a basketball property has always been kind of shaky. Uh, but you could say it also could be again a way to keep Zion engaged. And it does look like he's lost the weight and that maybe he's going to be healthy for at least 35 games this season. I, that's the one that keeps jumping out to me because the other one that keeps getting mentioned is OKC. And see, OKC makes no sense to me. They have the capital, and that's the one that, like, there is the wish casting for because that's if you're a Portland fan, you're like, well, they could just give us all their damn picks. They, uh, by the way, the Pelicans have a ton of picks too. Okay. Yeah, the Pelicans and the Jazz both have a ton of picks. The Pelicans, the Jazz, and the Thunder basically own the draft for the last, for the next like seven years. Okay. So those three teams get mentioned a lot. But if you look at those three, the only one I think that would really make any sense is the Pelicans. I don't, I know Dame has some connections to the Utah area, but I can't, <laughs> I cannot see that. I just, I just can't, I just can't see it at yeah, all. Yeah. Right. And, and it, I don't know. I just, I mean, how much does that elevate them? I've, and they have again the picks, but to play with Markinen, I guess, and what? And Walker Kessler, I, you know, I, Dame I mean, those, didn't want to ruin what he had in, in Portland. He was willing to stick it out and be whatever they are in Portland. And then he finally goes up there and says, I have one situation I like. I'm finally going to say that I want to be traded. And it's this one scenario. And now we have to approach with due diligence, look at all these other teams. But ultimately, this all cycles back to why is the market down? You could say, oh, his agent suppressed it and and blah, 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 and like it's all their fault. It's also because the whole damn league knows Damian Lillard wants to play for Miami. Right. And he's expensive at the end of his contract. And most of them have lead guards. I mean, most of the teams that would want him have lead guards. Like I, even if you look at OKC, like – you're going to make that thing work with Shea right now. And you've got two different timelines. Yeah. Why? Josh, Why Josh Giddy's a young developing player that, that you like, you know, you're going to work in Holmgren this season. They've pretty much hit on their draft picks. They, they always do. That's what Presti does so well. 
and they have all these other picks. So you're going to cash it in for Dame. Are you going to win in Dame's window? Uh, no, right? So why would you shorten the timeline with this particular group when you can build, you know, the type of team that they, that you really were trying to build the last time when you you hit on, you know, Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. Like you have an opportunity to redo that and maybe try to actually pay the guys this time instead of letting Harden walk like they did. Why would you gut it? I, I just, when I look at those three, I, those and the Jazz, no. So when I look at those, and, and Rockets, Spurs, we can eliminate those, but and the Mavericks, no. Not 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 where they're at right now. And he, he does not, I mean, they have Kyrie. So it's that's not happening. You're not taking Kyrie back in a trade. I come down to this. I agree with you that the only, to me, the only two teams that you would be even somewhat concerned about would be the Sixers and the Pelicans for different reasons. And I don't think either of them is making the move, but for different reasons, because of the Pelicans assets, because CJ is there because Griffin is aggressive and then Philadelphia, to me, it's desperation to keep Embiid. And the attraction potentially for Dame, at least, of playing with an elite, elite, elite of the elite bigs. Those would be the two teams that I would look at. But I still don't think this is happening. Greg, go ahead. Well, and the other part of this that I think, and shout out to Drew Starr as we're giving him uh, his tour of props. Uh, you even heard Portland say, I think you can expect, uh, like that Woj said this, I think you can expect there'll be more conversations with Portland and prospective teams haha, over the next few weeks than there were over the last couple months. The next real deadline is the start of training camp. You could expect the Blazers to talk to teams again before then. So now what we've been saying the 15th training camp right around there, that's the next thing we're watching for. Congratulations. Everyone else has now caught up officially. And I don't mean that to be completely, uh, well, no, it's I okay. I, yeah, okay. I, I, I kind of am being that guy, but anyway, uh, so here we are and they're saying perspective teams. Mannix is mentioning other teams cut the crap. Everyone. We know that this is a two team thing. This is Miami and Portland. They need to hash this out. And I just, I wonder as the blazers are going through this, whether it's Cronin, whether it's uh, ownership um, with the Allen family, et cetera, whether they really think they're fooling anybody anymore. Like, that's what I'm wondering. And like when Woj gives up the ghost, when he's essentially been the mouthpiece for the Blazers organization, you know, he's still throwing out the possibility of teams or Maddox is still calling around. If there was a team, we would have heard about it already. And I just, I, I just don't again see what circumstance is going to change. I guess the only thing could be if one of these teams we're talking about that has an elite lead guard loses that elite lead guard to injury. Like let's say a Shea gets hurt or Drew gets hurt or something along those lines. But if we're gonna say that, then just does Dame replacing that player make that team a contender anyway? And the odds are against that. So uh, this is a perfect storm situation for Miami, and it's why they've been able to kind of sit tight, which is that they know the market. They know what each team has. They know in terms of their draft picks. They know in terms of their rosters. They know in terms of their desire to win immediately. They know in terms of their tax situations, their ownership uh, payroll thresholds. They know all of this stuff. And you keep coming around to this and saying, there just ain't anything else out there and there's not going to be anything else out there. And this has basically been a, as Greg, you sort of pointed out, 
a slow moving train ride to get to where we've been for the last three months. And now the only question is, does Portland just want to be this damn stubborn and ignore everything that's out there? And if that's the case, then Miami's going to have to go into the season with what they have. And that's really where it's at. But I don't think there's going to be anything that is going to force Miami to overpay beyond, well beyond where they wanted to. Maybe one additional pick, one additional player, get the deal done, let Portland save face, get Dame here. So he's so he's here in say November or whatever October instead of in February, okay? And you have more time to acclimate. Maybe it'll be worth the heat to do for the heat to do that. But it's not going to be worth it for the heat to empty the chest when they are still literally competing against themselves. I said this before. Seattle may get an expansion team. Las Vegas may get an expansion team. But right now those teams do not exist. And to that same point, neither does the team that once Damian Lillard can afford Damian Lillard and can compensate Portland for Damian Lillard much more than Miami can. And none of those teams, as you said, Greg, are the team that Dame wants to play for. So why are you going to wait and piss off your franchise icon for all time, okay, to, to hold out for a fantasy, a ghost, something that does not exist and will never exist? Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.